Hey friend, welcome to Triumph Holistic Living Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Lewis, certified wellness practitioner, helping Christian women like you improve your health to once and for all ditch chronic fatigue, fog, and illness like depression, anxiety, autoimmunity, and stubborn fat to gain thriving energy, good mood, confidence, and glorify God by taking care of the body that he has given you with natural methods based on principles that will never change because they're founded in scripture and science. Let's dive in. All right, so if you are a mom or a dad and it's your goal to have a healthy family and have a healthy diet and lifestyle, but you're like, how the heck do you get kids to eat healthy? Is this even possible? Like, how, how, how can we do this? And I'm here to tell you and encourage you that it is totally, totally possible. And I have seven tips for you um, if this is a goal of yours to really help your child if they're a picky eater and to change their habits to being healthier because I know what that's like, right? So if you know my story, you know I was raised eating the standard American diet. Um, Every day was fast food and processed, quick, easy, junky food. And so it was really hard for me to make those changes, but it wasn't just me. My son was four years old when all of this happened and we really wanted it to be a whole family thing, not just for me. I, I, I needed this to change for our family. And it is not easy changing the diet of a four-year-old when they are used to and only know processed junk food, right? And so if that's you today and that's a goal of yours and it's a struggle, I'm here to help. I've got seven tips that are really, really useful and really work if you actually apply them. There's going to be a little bit of tough love. I got a little bit of tough love for you. But I had to have tough love on myself in order to do this. And I did successfully do this with my son. And it was so, so worth it. So just to um, put a foundational kind of statement out there that maybe should just be obvious, but maybe it's not. For all of these tips, you need to be doing them yourself too, first and foremost. Right, because do as I say, not as I do parenting, it doesn't work, right? And maybe you struggle to cut out some of these foods. So these tips will help you as well. And and you need to be applying them for yourself um, before you can expect to be applying them for your child, right? I mean, that makes sense. All right, so here's my, my seven tips for you. Number one is to teach, to really teach your child. Again, this means teaching yourself, right? So educate yourself on the foods you're consuming. And then you can teach them why each food is really good and what it's used for in growing his body. I'm just going to say his because it was my son when I did this. It's easier for me. So his or her, right? Obviously, your son or your daughter. Um, but knowledge is so powerful and it'll really help him to know the right choices to make even when you're not around and it'll give him ownership over the choices that he's that he's making and so 
when you are excited and enthusiastic and trying to teach him, hey, look, this is an avocado and avocados, you know what they're full of? Really good, healthy fats. And you know what fats do? They help your brain so that you can be super smart. So eating avocados helps you to be super smart. And you know, for any foods, right? Or talking about the foods that aren't good. It's not good enough to just say, hey, don't eat that. That's not good. That's not a good thing. No, we're not going to do that. That's, that's bad. And I don't even like that of, of making foods about good or bad. I don't think that's a good thing. I think it's understanding what they do when they enter your body is so important for anyone who's trying to make decisions with what they're going to eat. Whether it be you or a child, they need to know why too. It, it's so much, I find it to be so much more powerful when I say to one of my kids, you know, instead of just saying, look both ways before you cross the street, if you can really explain to take a minute, slow down, get to their level and explain, honey, look, when you, you are not as tall as you're going to be when you grow up yet, you're only this tall here and the hood of a car comes up to here. So when somebody's driving, they can't see you. And a lot of times people aren't looking when they're driving either. And so if you don't look both ways and make sure that you know there's no cars coming and you go out into the street, they're not going to see you. And if you get hit by a car, you are going to get hurt so bad that you might not ever be able to walk or, or jump rope or play soccer again or play with your friends on the playground. This is very important. So right, so that that's different for a child to say, whoa, I really need to look both ways and make sure. Instead of mom just saying, No, you know, don't don't you gotta look both ways. How many times have I told you and smacked their butt or whatever? Not that I'm against I'm not against spanking. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> um, so yeah. This might be a really challenging thing for you if you don't know what you're doing. Right? If you feel pulled in a hundred directions with all the different nutritional advice out there and you don't really know exactly what foods are good for what reasons and why and what foods are not, then I have something for you that's going to be really useful and really helpful. And I'll talk about that more later at the end of the episode. So you'll want to hear about that. All right. But we'll move on from here. Number two is cutting out the foods and snacks with all those artificial ingredients and added sugar and junk from his diet, okay? Now this might sound like, what? <laughs> but, here you need this, and, I'm, and then I have following tips to help you figure out how to navigate that and how to do that because I know that feels impossible. But the chemicals and the artificial ingredients and the sugars and the sweeteners and everything in these man-made processed foods that fill the grocery store shelves, especially at your kid's eye level with all their favorite cartoon characters on the boxes and everything else, right? They literally actually physically alter your taste buds. So when you start eating these foods on a consistent basis, your taste buds will be changed and affected by them. And that will cause your taste buds to respond differently to healthy foods and make them not taste as good or maybe even make them taste bad. They, 
would otherwise taste good to your child if their tongue wasn't being messed up and hijacked by these chemicals. Companies, they hire taste testers to figure out what best draws you in so they can gain your dollar and have you be a customer and your child be a customer for life, right? That's, they're super hijacked to give your pleasure centers in your brain and the sensors on your tongue this overwhelming explosion experience of taste. And then it actually over time will physically alter those taste buds so that they're not functioning properly anymore. So cutting this stuff out for you, for your child, you might be like, they don't, there's nothing else. Okay, there's gotta be something else. So that might mean for a while that your child literally only eats bananas and chicken or fill in the blank, whatever it is, for every single meal until his taste buds aren't be affected aren't being affected by all those fake ingredients and chemicals that aren't designed to be food anymore right this is the biggest and the hardest steps because it means taking away his favorite snacks it means taking away what you use to as a reward system if you do that i did that i know i did that with potty training and doing chores and things it was oh here's um, gummy bears or here's M&M's and here you get one of these if you right so and I'm not saying this has to be for a, a forever thing where it's a hundred percent cut out forever but until you can start seeing changes overall and your dot and your child has a more of a variety of a healthy diet um, this is something that has is it, it's a necessity it's a necessity because your kid's not going to eat vegetables when they taste like crap because their their taste buds are all hijacked. They're not going to do it. They're not going to want them. So, that's I think I think there were like three healthy foods that my son ate at the time when we changed our diet. That was all that was the only three things he would eat other than you know, processed foods and, and junk foods and all these things that I'm saying to cut out. And that's all he ate for a little bit. Um, so, again, this is the hardest step, but it will be the best thing for him in the long run. And again, this goes for you too if you're first out, starting out on this, on this change. So how do, we, how do we navigate from here? All right, number three is giving your child a choice. So pick two healthy options that that he can have that you know he likes, right? And let him choose one and tell him that that's all he's getting and mean it. (laughs) Don't say it if you don't mean it because inconsistent parenting, well, I'd argue that could be way more damaging than an unhealthy diet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't be inconsistent. Don't make empty threats. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. This is it. You have these two options. And this is what you're going to eat. Okay? And <laughs> number four, that is kind of like a 3A or B, I guess, 
is remember that he won't starve if you don't give him the Franken foods, <laughs> these fake artificial processed foods that he's missing and whining or flipping out over. He's not going to starve. You have to remember, you're doing what's best for your child. He doesn't know what's best for himself. He doesn't know. You know. Only allow him to eat the foods that are beneficial for him and his health, and he'll get used to it. He's he's going to eat, right? <laughs> like, he's going to eat. And this isn't, again, this is not a forever thing. Like, my son now, he has treats. He has, like, we, we... We don't live our life where this is a 100% all or nothing thing. This is when you're trying to initially make a shift and make a change. Okay? So just keep that in mind too for yourself and for your for your kid. So just remember, not going to starve. Okay? All right. So those 3 and 4 kind of go together. Number 5 is make make him try everything. Make him try one bite, you gotta try one bite. Now this is this is you taking on a battle. You know how that is. You're gonna you're gonna be taking on a battle with this one. Because that could be a real fight. But I would do that with him. I and, and eventually once he knew that I wasn't gonna give in, I was gonna be like, you have to try at least one bite. <laughs> uh eventually he just started trying the bite sooner. And if he doesn't like it, okay, fine. But over and over and over and over again. He doesn't have to eat at all. He doesn't even have to do eat a lot. He has to try one bite. I'm telling you, this is going to be really difficult and frustrating at times, but sometimes, and these are the times where it'll make it all worth it, it'll be a big success when you realize he likes a food that's good for him and you can add it to your list of foods he can eat. So now it's bananas and chicken and steamed broccoli, whatever, whatever it is. And the more, the reason why, and you have to explain this to your child too, the reason why we keep trying things is because our taste buds are changing and they keep changing and they will change the most at this time after you've cut out all those fake foods. And it takes time for those things in our body to change, right? Your taste buds don't change overnight. When you have something physically happening and you're you're making a, a a change in your behaviors and your actions and your body as a result starts to change physically. That doesn't happen overnight. So you have to keep reintroducing foods over and over and over again. You got to try one bite. Got to try one bite. Okay, I know last time you tried this, you didn't like this, but that was a month ago. We're going to try again. I can't even tell you how many times I was forcing my son to just one bite. It's not going to kill you. Just take one bite. You got to do this one bite and then you can get down and go play or watch TV or whatever we were doing, right? That's, you'd be amazed how many times. Well now, oh, and it's still happening. My son's nine years old now. Still, there's times where I'll be like, come on, you haven't tried this in a while. Give it a try. Just try it. Just try a bite. Come on, dude. Come on. Like, oh wait, I do like this now. Yes, all right. We can add this to your repertoire, right? So make them try one bite. All right, here's a big one, number six. Get your kid involved. There's so many fun ways to get children involved in your healthy eating habits. 
my son loves to pick fresh herbs off plants or um, to water them, right? That's part of it. He really likes the juicer so we can make our own juice. And that's really easy for kids to do, to push, you know, veggies and fruit down into a juicer. And it's like really exciting to make your own very like own fresh fruit. Um, going grocery shopping, picking out a meal. Hey, what do you want to learn how to make? And cooking together. Teach your kid how to cook. Do it with them. And they love doing that stuff beating eggs and measuring ingredients and all that kind of stuff is so much fun for them. It's more work for us. <laughs> sure. It's always more work to teach your kid how to do something than to just do it. But when you involve them in the process, they really start to own it. And that's where you can integrate all these different things, teaching about each ingredient and why they're so good for you and why they're beneficial and what it's going to do to help his body be strong and fast and grow big and you know kids love that stuff so get him involved in the process don't leave him out of it and then just say here you're eating what I tell you and these are skills that your kid's gonna need right so teach him how to cook teach him how to grocery shop teach him how to look up a new recipe and find something new and exciting that they want to try and put it into action and um, just being hands-on in the process and then the last thing is just to remember as you go that sugar is a drug and processed chemically flavored foods hijack your kid's brain and we kind of like talked about it a little bit but this needs to be really solid to remember. And I, I know there's going to be people who disagree with me. Sugar is not a drug. <laughs> but it is highly addictive. And it directly causes. And this, this is when you're having too much of it. Which most Americans do. Especially kids who are, you know, not on a healthy diet. It causes inflammation obesity, poor gut flora, which leads to disease. And you can expect your child to act like an addict who has his drug taken away from him when you first remove sugar from his diet. Except worse, because four-year-olds have a much harder time controlling their emotions, right? Their brain isn't like as developed yet. And you're taking away something that's actually addictive like physically addictive it it plays a whole role in your beta endorphin system and the whole addiction response so one parenting tip I have I often have to remind myself of this all the time Uh, don't make decisions for your child based on your emotions When it comes down to it, that's actually really selfish. And it's how drug addicts are able to manipulate their loving parents into providing a lifestyle for them that only escorts them to death. Right? Here, this is the tough love part. (laughs) Man-made junk and artificial food is a direct cause of preventable disease. That's what most people suffer with in this country. It kills people. Literally. So when we're parenting 
from a place of letting our emotions dictate what we're choosing for our child because that's what it is, right? We're we're saying, "Oh, I don't I don't like essentially I don't like how this makes me feel when he's upset. I feel bad. I feel I feel guilty. You know, I I don't I don't want him to not be able to have this thing cuz I feel good when he's happy. That's selfish. Honestly. And 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 getting your child to make the switch from a picky on healthy diet to a healthy one, it is really hard and it's extremely frustrating. And it may seem downright impossible. And you may feel really guilty like your child's missing out on something cuz you're taking away junk foods that he really likes and desires. You're going to feel that way. You're going to have family members who give you guilt trips over it. Trust me. People will give you guilt trips for it when you're not already giving it to yourself. But you need to do what's best for your child. Even if it hurts. And even if it's hard. And when he's grown and is an adult who doesn't have to deal with the extremely difficult and horrible task of breaking unhealthy habits that have been developed over a lifetime while also managing being really sick, exhausted, overweight, struggling through life because his body is breaking down. When your child doesn't have to deal with the sorrow of disease, he will thank you and hopefully will raise a family who also nurture their bodies and health and avoid all these issues that most Americans face. Look around. Everybody is sick and chronically fatigued and in pain and overweight and miserable. It's, it's not, you know, an accident or there's a correlation between our lifestyle and our diet and all of these issues. There's a causation, (laughs) right? So you're leaving a health legacy behind either way whether it's a good one and a healthy one or a bad one for your kids for your grandkids which one will it be and if you're lost on how to do this and just don't really know how that can be a really big hold up right like how are you supposed to lead your child in the right direction when you don't have the accurate information and you don't know how to properly read an ingredient list and not a nutrition label All right, we've all been taught that in school. (laughs) The part that matters, like, minimally. Not that it doesn't matter, but thanks public education, you know. I appreciate knowing that uh, A squared plus B squared equals C squared, but knowing nothing about taxes, right? (laughs) I mean, it's just, no, that's a whole other topic, too. Hopefully I'm not ruffling too many feathers today. Hey, I have this really awesome resource, okay? It's... It's an intensive 12-week diet and lifestyle course that dives into exactly what foods we should be consuming and what we shouldn't based on three things. The physiology of how our bodies are designed, uh, how different foods or like food-like substances interact in our body like on a molecular level, and how that affects our mood, our energy levels, inflammation, your immune system, and more. And then lastly, thirdly, on what scripture says 
about diet and lifestyle. And it dives into just simple lifestyle changes you need to be making to just live a more joy-filled, productive, and restful and healthier life, not just diet stuff. Because our health is holistic. It's not just what we eat. It's it's what we do all around. They all each each area of our lives affects one another, right? And guys, this is all stuff we should be teaching our kids. Um, I had a homeschooling mom who went through the program and used all the content and the resources and videos and different things uh, in in the course to teach her kids in their homeschooling and how to do this for themselves. That was one of the most exciting things I've been able to be a part of. It was so cool because we need to. Ch- this is we need to change course in our country. We need better for our kids. And it's it's up to us to do so. Living in this constant sickness and pain, exhaustion, depression, anxiety, and obesity, and on and on and on. And, and hey, as believers, right? As Christians, we need to be more equipped physically to go about our spiritual missions and purposes here on this world too, Right? So if you're ready to dive into this change and you want to make a difference for your future and leave a better legacy behind you for your family and your kids, you should really check out my Energized Diet and Lifestyle program. It's uh, triumphhl.com slash energized diet. I'll link it up in the show notes so that you can access it more easily. But... It's so important that we learn really how to do this from a way that's that's sustainable and not just based on like different trends and you know again like nutrition labels like that's so much of what nutrition is based on in this country and we really need to understand the ingredients what does each of these what do each of these ingredients do in my body, whether it's beneficial or harmful and why, and be educated so that we know what we're doing so that we can actually make a change that results in a, in, in a difference for us and that we can see and feel the effects of this change that will motivate us to continue and that we can teach our kids and have them be involved in and have them be able to really own it themselves. All right? So... Teach your child, cut out the artificial foods that are jacking up the taste buds, give your child a choice between two healthy foods, let him pick one, that's really helpful, and uh, remember he's not going to (laughs) starve, even if he's flipping out and not eating, he will not starve, make him try everything, at least one bite, get him involved in the process. And remember that sugar is a drug and it the processed chemically foods, they hijack your kid's brain. Okay, so those are my tips. Uh, if you found this episode helpful, do me a huge favor. Show me some love. Take a screenshot. Share it with your friends. Tag me on Instagram at triumph underscore holistic living if, if you do. I would love to see you listening, sharing letting me know if you want to rate this episode or or rate the podcast. I'd love that too.
And until next time, dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. <laughs>